0: They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. huh. think what helped me was I am a I am a curious person by nature. I'm also one who I do not shy away from being people's first interaction with anything. So I realized that if I want people to have a true understanding of black people, black mothers, black lived experiences cultures that's not their own, that I had to be open and willing to be the, the vessel for that the the oh I, I can't think of the word, but I had to be able, like almost a messenger. So what I said is okay, this mom probably grew up in this town and her interactions to black people were on the television. But here you are with a small child like hers and she's staring at you. You guys can't speak, but your kids. Are attracted to each other because they're they're seeing their little selves. So what do you do? Do you shy away because she's staring at you, or do you say, um, hi, Gazaimas," like, "Hello, how are you?" Um, and so that's what I did. I kind of like planted myself in positions, and I also created opportunities for myself where I would get to know people of that culture, uh, um, especially moms, and I would try to find common denominators. You know, like. What, what do you what do you cook? What, what okay? So you make this with ground beef. Here's what I make, and so I started to have like those type of interactions. And what I was blessed with was a lot of the moms initially who I was around spoke some English because I didn't speak Japanese, and they wanted their kids to learn English well. So I was kind of like, oh well, this lady is nice. She's got a little kids. She speaks English. I'm gonna become uncomfortable and i made it a point i was like okay i don't allow myself to be used without getting something back and so i was like okay if you want to interact with me you're gonna have to speak with me in a language that we both can understand because i know you can understand and speak english and some would say oh you know you should have learned japanese because you were in japan probably should have. But in that moment, I wasn't going to because I was a young mom and I was tired, but I knew that we both needed each other. And so that's what I did. And that helped me a lot. That let me know, you have to create opportunities. You have to avail yourself. And once you do that, you can kind of like navigate things a little bit easier versus just kind of putting up a wall. Like, don't look at me. Don't, 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 don't. Oh, I hate it here. The food of the people. Yeah. So that's what I do. That's what I did. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Because you look like a different kind of black. Yep. Yep. I remember growing up, my cousins, when I would go to Antigua, they would be like, don't say anything. Don't say anything because people will know you're American. They're gonna charge us more money. You know, you already look different. You know, your skin's got that glow that polished, it's got that polished look, that American look. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That part, that part, that, that mosquito part, girl. You, yeah, you you, you, you you're a little different. You're a little different. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my career did change. So um, I have a degree in biochemistry, and I knew that it was not going to be my thing, but, you know, I was sounded good, right? Biochemistry. And my husband used to always say, girl, you should be a nurse. I'm not going to be a nurse. I don't want to be a nurse. You know, and he's like, because I always worked in a hospital. You know, I was a surgical tech. I was a phlebotomist. I used to want to be a doctor, but then I just didn't want to do all that school. So he basically said, just be a nurse. I fought him, got to California, started working in a lab. And I was like, this cannot be Life And what I will say, another thing about my mother is I have never, ever heard my mom say, I like my job. I enjoy my job. I love what I do. I've always heard my husband say, I love my job. I love my career. I cannot imagine doing anything else. So I saw the difference. And I basically said mentally, I will not be like my mother in that regard. And I thought about what do I enjoy? I enjoy people. I enjoy being of service, I enjoy feeling as though at the end of the day, I, I've done something meaningful. And he's, and so I went back to what he said after about a month into my job. But we were young and starting our careers and living in California, you know, that's expensive. So he said, while we're here for these two years, because we knew it's going to be two years, please don't even think about changing. Like you got to stay in that biotech job, just figure it out. But as soon as we got to Cincinnati, I went back to school and got my RN degree. And so I worked as a nurse. So we were in Cincinnati from 1999 to um 2005, January, 2005 is when we moved to uh, Kobe, Japan. And I went to a two-year nursing program because I had already had a biochemistry degree. So um, I worked as a nurse. And uh, when he said, it, when he said, you know, let's go, it was fine for me because the beauty of nursing is you can just put your license on hold and for indefinitely. And so I, I didn't have the I'm trying to like move up the corporate ladder and oh my God, you know, like, like some of my friends, they they wouldn't be able to do, they wouldn't have been able to do this and not be angry in some type of way, because it would have been a hit on their career path, their journey and what have you. It is, it is. I left grandparents without their grandkids and I felt guilty. I was like, I I have to be able to, you know, show them they're getting big and they're growing up. And so I just started, you know, just, I had a little camera and I just started taking pictures of them and they were, I thought they were so fabulous and I would send it to them and they loved it. And then Remember I was telling you that I would interact with Japanese moms. So with another mom I created, um, it was imagine like a a play group where you did songs and crafts and everything was in English and the Japanese parents loved it. And there was a guy, his wife, they were, he was um, Middle Eastern, but he was a stay at home dad. And he just saw us and joined us just cause. uh, he He needs something to do with his kid. And he was a photographer, he is a photographer. And I was so proud, I, one day I brought my pictures that I'd taken with my camera and he said, uh, do you think these are good? I was like, and see, that's, that's the thing that you learn in other, in other countries because a Japanese person would never have told me that this Middle Eastern guy, he was like, do you think your pictures?" but it wasn't, it wasn't a question of, wow, your pictures are good. He was almost like, do you think these are good? and i said i said i said yeah he's like but you you can't really see them that well the the background is kind of bad you know he was just that direct i love him for that and i said oh okay and you know the sensitivity in you wants to be like Whoop. but i want to get upset but i said okay let me and he told me he's a photographer and he said do you want me to help you take better pictures and i was like Why not? Man, you're not doing anything by hanging with our kids anyway, right? And based upon him, I got a better camera and I started paying attention. And I realized that I was living in a gold mine. I mean, everything in Japan is photographic. You could, it could be a building, it could be a geisha, it could be a person on the train falling asleep. Everything was like, my eyes just kind of opened up to a world and then we traveled a lot. So it was almost, I then made it my documentation of the world, sharing with people that I knew would probably never make it to the places that I was visiting. So it went from taking pictures of my children to becoming like my own vessel of truth and experience so that's what Japan did
0: Go to successchampionnetworking.com, go visit one of our peer groups, and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.